So that's the title track from Nancy Wilson's uh, first ever solo album. It's entitled You and Me, the track in the album. Nancy, of course, along with her sister Anne, are the iconic rock band Heart in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They were touring just before the world shut down because of the pandemic. And during the past year, as the world stopped, Nancy produced this new album, Working at Her Home Studio. It will be released May 7th. Let's get more, because lucky for us, joining us is singer-songwriter Nancy Wilson, also author of Hart's 2013 memoir, Kicking and Dreaming, and she joins us uh, on Zoom in Los Angeles. Nancy, uh, so nice to have you here with us. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing over there? We're doing okay. You know, we're feeling like things are starting yeah. to reopen a little bit. How does L.A. feel? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm in uh, Northern California now. Oh, okay. We moved here right in time for the shutdown, actually, which was a very a very lucky uh, thing for us because we got to kind of get out of this, the big city, which was maybe a little more scary to be there then. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now it's, you know, it's been going well. There seems to be some light at the end of the tunnel um, because of the vaccines, obviously, and the and following all the rules and the protocol is working. So it's really a, a beautiful um, thing to be able to say, you know, go into inside in a restaurant and, you know, with a mask, of course, but, right. and, you know, we dined for, in, for our anniversary the other night, we went and had dinner at our, our favorite restaurant. And that was like, really like, oh my God, really exciting. <laughs> right, right. Like getting back to quote unquote normal. Um, it's interesting over the past year, a lot of musicians, and it sounds like yourself, you know, once you found your footing, have been very creative and productive over the past year. Tell us about this new album that you are putting out. Well, I th I started um, realizing, you know, after we moved in and 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 we realized we might be here for a while, shut that shut into our home, and not daring to go out and you know even touch anything or yeah, just all of the sphere at the beginning of this thing. Um, but I did have a new space to do music in, so I got my stuff, you know, out of storage. I pulled it into my space. I got my best guitars out, I got my amps out, and my pedals, and my microphones, and my new interface. <laughs> a friend of mine knows how to run for me, and uh, just a real simple gear, and just sim the simplest. But, you know, the old guitars that have the good-sounding dirt in them, and the old <laughs> amplifiers that have the good-sounding dirt in them. And um, decided to start writing again, since a lot of people have said, why aren't you going to do a solo album ever? You've never done it yet. So right. only a live thing once, but that wasn't a studio album. And and so I started to write. And the first thing I wrote was called um, We Meet Again, which I thought was a kind of a long view at the horizon of your life a little bit. And feeling like when you have somebody that you love, that you're you're going to be there with, you're going to be there for them and they're going to be there for you for the, for the entire ride. So, um, I thought it turned out nice. And so I just kept writing and I kept writing. Um, and, and then I decided to do the rising, a Bruce, a Bruce Springsteen mm -hmm. cover. Right. Uh, pretty early on because I, I saw how the world was suffering mm -hmm. and how that song had been written for nine 11 originally which i thought was really appropriate for the times right and it might be something maybe a little aspirational for people trying to get through 
all of this loss and all of the fear and all of the suffering involved in this whole this whole whiplash of, of experience we had to be tossed into you know so I think um, it's sort of a, a, a woman's voice singing a song like that was even more kind of mothering and nurturing and mm-hmm. and aspirational so that's kind of where it started out and I kept I just kept on building songs <laughs> well tell, tell me about because it, it really does feel like a very thoughtful very deep and very reflective of what you were going through and I think it, it will I think for people who listen to it will feel um, some connection easily with things that they were going through. And one of the things I think about the past year, we lost some really incredible people in the music industry. And you have a tribute to Eddie Van Halen. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, somebody said, you've got to do an instrumental song on your album, which I said, okay, you can twist my arm, you know, because <laughs> I love just playing instrumental stuff. Because I did a lot of score scoring of movies before in the past and it's it's a great thing to be able to transition between songwriting and just instrumental writing um so i somebody said okay i'll do i agreed to do it and then i said and not only that i'm going to dedicate it to eddie van halen Mm. and and then i was like why did i say that like (laughs) yeah i I was like, oh no, now I've really painted myself into a corner, you know, because I have to now have to actually come up with it and figure out how to do it. And and you um, did. So I really avoided it. Yeah. I, I avoided it. I procrastinated as long as possible. I finally got my head around it when I thought about, you know, Eddie's, I listened to Eddie, mm-hmm. Eddie Van, I listened to Van Halen songs and I watched a bunch of his uh, footage and I thought, well, here's something I know that I could try to do is it something in a very happy key. Like his music was all very major key stuff. Um, you don't hear a lot of blues licks, you know, mm-hmm. in Van Halen songs. You mm-hmm. hear positive, forthright, jubilant stuff. So that helped me figure out like how to find the right key, the right tuning, the right um, structure. Right. Where you a little bit of a classical, a little bit of rock in the middle, and then a little classical at the end, and not too long. Like in score scoring for film, with anything without lyrics in it, you know, might tax the listener a little bit. So right, right, right. I kept it well, short and sweet, and yeah, just for Edward. Yeah, <laughs> I love the title for Edward. And I mean, you guys toured together with Eddie Van Halen. I mean, do you have a story, a memory, you know, or remember the first time you met him? Well, we did tour a bunch of different places and times together, um, and we always found each other hitting it off, you know, like backstage or, you know, at the hotel passing in the hallway, you know, and they were like, hey, come down and have a drink with us in the hotel bar. And so it's like, okay, great, we'll get to know you. And so uh, they were drinking kamikazes. and. Yikes. I'm like, whoa, what is that? So, Here, try one, you know. So we're like, whoa, how do you drink more than one of those? I'll never know. And those guys were pretty, you know, pretty heavy-duty partiers. And they were pretty primal with it. They would get all tangled in some kind of an argument. And then they'd, they'd start hugging and going, I love you, man. And they they were just really primal with their partying. <laughs> and um, But they were really sweet guys and Eddie's a sweet person 
who was very, we were just, we were kind of fond of each other mm. because he's told me I, he liked my guitar, my acoustic playing. And I, I couldn't believe he even said it, you know, and, and then he's, I said, what about you? Why don't you play more acoustic? And he said, well, I don't have an acoustic. Which is amazing. I made a little video story, <laughs> storyteller video about it uh, with the song, but, um, and I, and I said, well, you're going to have this guitar right now because you need an acoustic. So early the next morning when it's just getting light, he calls my hotel room and plays me this gorgeous piece of instrumental acoustic music, which I, when I was trying to recall that as much as I possibly could do for the For Edward tribute song. Mm. So I, I don't know if I get close, but... I got something. Yeah, no, it's really. <laughs> At least I got it done. It's a it's a really lovely <laughs> tribute. I have to say, um, we only have about a minute or so, or a minute and a half left here. Uh, you're incredible. I grew up with a lot of music from Sinatra and polkas to the Beatles, the Dead, Heart, you name it, name it. So, um, you know, music really shaped me and my family, and I can kind of feel it. I feel like when you talk about it and, and how it influences you and the people you met, I have to say one of my favorite things that you and your sister did was the Kennedy Center Honors when you guys covered the Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven. Uh, that must have been incredible to do with Led Zeppelin looking on. Yeah, well, we couldn't, luckily, we could not see them in the balcony from the <laughs> stage because of the lights. They were tearing up. So that, you know, but I mean, it was like, that was a tough room, you know, there's yes. all these dignitaries and really famous people and, and the president and the first lady were there too, and, and Led Zeppelin, no less. So, you know, we were, um, we were very methodical in our approach to uh, focusing in mm -hmm. on starting the song. We had to take a really, really deep breath and, a, you know, like a yoga kind of a breath yeah. and um, yeah I started all by myself on one guitar and I remember it was very <laughs> it was a bit of a challenge and wow. but I I knew that I, I knew the song I played the song most of my life one way or another Got it. including in heart along the way well and it was just um don't don't be in a hurry got it hold still Nancy Hans Hans we got to run, and everybody should check out your album. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it.